Erica. And Liana. Come join us on Patreon. Where you can unlock weekly episodes, videos, and... Be invited to Patreon-exclusive Zoom meetups. Just download the Patreon app and search for Night Guys Podcast. Or go to the website, www.patreon.com forward slash nightguyspodcast. You can join for as little as $2 a month for full access. See you on Patreon. Squiddle deedle 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 deedle. Night Guys Podcast. We're here to join you weekly to cover weird and spooky stuff, supernatural, extraterrestrial, cryptid, culty, true crime. And I just flipped off Erica, and that's why she made yeah, that sound. Yeah, Liana always counts down her fingies for me, because I need that. <laughs> guys, the one was her middle finger. And I was shook. Well, you know, it's weird. Oh, my dad actually it. used to count, or he would point with his middle finger sometimes. Oh, okay. I have a problem with that. Have I discussed I it with teacher, you? I had a teacher that did that, and we would all be like, hee hee Use this middle finger. But like when I say I have a problem with it, I've had a lifelong Ooh, problem with lifelong it. Lifelong problem. I remember early on with Bobby and I when we were dating, he mm-hmm. like pointed to like oh no, it was to click the, through the radio stations, we and use he used that finger. one. And mm-hmm. something something about it really makes me feel nauseous. What? <laughs> uh, my dad has pointed with. I like really don't like it. <laughs> And there's a thing that I've never told Bobby that really sends me over the moon, like, oh boy, like more wanna than, barf more than aliens. Maybe they're related. Mm. I could see them being tied together. Because they've only got three fingies. Yeah, and they're kind of gross and long, like that middle. One. <laughs> I see okay. this. I've never thought about it. That makes sense. Oh no, I see a mosquito in here. We're no! gonna die. <laughs> No, but oh, <laughs> I might have got it. I don't know. Does that mean I have to shut the window? Okay. But, Sorry, guys. We're really super allergic to mosquitoes. We both swell we up like problems. balloons. I I Instagram targeted me again with that bug bite suction thing. Oh man, I want to buy it, and I also don't want to spend thirty five dollars. That much? Yeah. We'll go Okay. <laughs> we gotta try it. I'll call you and be like, I need the bugs. <laughs> I'm coming. The bug sucker. I don't know what you call that. The BS. <laughs> <laughs> I need the BS. But yeah, there's a thing that people can do, anybody can do with their fingers, mm-hmm. and I've never told them. There's only one person that knows what it is, and they've probably forgotten, maybe. I don't know. Okay. And uh, they're sworn to secrecy. What? Because it bothers me so What much. is it? I can't tell you. What? Why are you talking about it then? <laughs> because you flipped me off and it made me think about it. <laughs> I'm in PTSD. Hmm. So cool. Yeah. Great. I know. I'm... I want to know what it is really it, badly now. Yeah, so did he, and I won't tell. <laughs> wow. I thought that when you get married, there's supposed to be no secrets. Oh, no. it's He knows of the secret. That's not as bad as keeping it <laughs> Fair. from him entirely. But we're married, so you're supposed to tell me what it is. But you might use it against me one day. No, I won't. If mm-hmm. I know that it really bothers you, I won't. That's not fair. Interesting. But I'll aliens, think, I'll I think know they over. bother you, but you still talk about them, so I feel like that's on the table. That's okay. Mm, yeah, that's fair. Speaking of, mm-hmm. I wanted to talk about these results from our oh, poll. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we took a poll. Erica did a poll. <laughs> the first one involved reptilians. Yeah. You wanted to know who was a reptilian, what yeah. people thought who was a reptilian between the two of us. Yeah, and I truly thought it would be close or you would landslide. No, you and landslided. And it went landslide me, and I don't <laughs> like it. I don't understand why anyone would think I'm a reptilian if you listen to any of these episodes. Actually, but I think then they, they voted in favor of me having to do with the grays. I know. I made post number two because I wanted to, like, not be involved, and I was rolling the dice in hopes that it wouldn't be me again. I voted for you simply because I knew it would make you mad. <laughs> Damn it. Well, in the other poll, I voted you were a reptilian just oh. to make me feel better. Well, then there we go. <laughs> so we cancel Two out. votes cancel. <laughs> um, yeah, so, but people think... Went for you secretly working with the Greys. Mm, and can yeah. I just say right now, as I read that, 
Did you write it wrong? No, I thought I did because I read it wrong in my mind's eye. Uh-oh. But what I read in the mind's eye was who is secretly working with the gays. Oh, I, I miss working. <laughs> in which case, I would want it, but it wouldn't be secret unless no. they were like that fabulous. I just need to not share. No, no. I mean, when I was working for Virgin, it was like the best, the gayest airline of all time. And it was supreme. I love it. Like Jessica Lang supreme? Yes. The highest? The, the highest. The most high the of supreme? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it was the best. And they also partied the most. I got more hungover and more drunk and more crazy with the amazing, with the gays. That's amazing. The gays. Uh, cheers to Pride Month. That's happening <gasps> in a few days, right? Yeah, I think so. I'm pretty sure. Well, okay. So apparently, I'm a gray alien worker, worker bee, and I'll I'll go with that because actually, as I as I saw you posted that thing, I was looking at the results. I was standing. I don't in... like that. I said secretly. Now it feels like I can't trust you. But it's but can you trust me? Out. I'm a reptilian. <laughs> Are we working together? What's scarier? Are reptilians earthbound? I don't know. I think they are. I think they're disguised as humans. A hundred percent. They so, shapeshift. And grays but they are had to just have come kind from somewhere from, else. Are or they? Maybe they were original to the planet, and they were just core dwelling, uh, or whenever, hollow earth dwelling. Whenever I think of <laughs> reptilians, I think of the um, which is so funny because I got my dad the shirt years ago, and he was wearing it yesterday. <laughs> It's a Star Trek episode. I've talked about it before where Captain Kirk is on a planet and he has to fight this lizard man. Mm-hmm. I've seen it. God, it's the best. Do yourself a favor. Google Captain Kirk versus <laughs> lizard man Star Trek. <laughs> it's the best fight scene it ever. Is. It puts Marvel, all those things, totally to shame. It's embarrassing to see Marvel after that. It is because, wow, <laughs> it's good. Could you imagine if movies are like that now? Oh, I'd be kind of into it. Yep. But, oh, what I was saying is that when I was seeing that you had posted that, I was going through my purse. I'm scared. And as I, I was going I'm through scared. my purse and just kind of like holding my phone, I found the little alien hand that you gave me. Ugh. And I was happy. And I was like, wow, maybe she's right. <laughs> Ew. You shouldn't be happy about that. I mean, I guess you should. I love that little guy. He's so cute. Mm. And actually, I like to, I keep it in my purse because Sean hates it. So I like to pull it out of my purse and oh then just goodness. kind of like touch Ew, it. Ew, I don't like that. He hates it. He thinks the fingers are really creepy. They are. They're the best. Did I ever mention my thing? <laughs> oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> did I ever talk about how I learned of the theory about why aliens probe? No. And then it's just, it's not like sexual or anything. They're actually going for the butthole. What is it about the butthole that they're They're taking poo samples. Oh. To learn about our diet. Oh. Wait, why have I heard this before? It was probably me. It was probably (laughs) you. That's something I would say because I just said it right now. Yeah. (laughs) But isn't that actually kind of interesting? Because when you look at like uh, archaeological sites, that's what you can find the most info out from where they where they did their biz. I legit just did my news last week on Patreon about that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) (laughs) About old poop. Mm -hmm. What what was it called? Dude, I cannot remember. It started with a C. It was a C. And that's as far as I got. I've been thinking off and on about it all week, and I won't look it up. What's that stupid word? I don't want to look it up either, because I don't want to... It'll come to us. Hmm. In our dreams. Mm. (laughs) I hope so. (laughs) I dream of ancient poop. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Okay. Uh, Before we continue, we have three lovely people that we really need to thank. Uh, We thanked two of them on Patreon, but we want to thank Mike... You are awesome. We just received your little postcard and your awesome little website Mm -hmm. pages that you made for us. Those are amazing. We love them. They're wonderful. Thank you. Tisha, you are wonderful and amazing as well. Thank you so much for our spells and our little candles. And we're so excited to do our spells and drink wine out of those cups that we posted dude those are awesome i've been using mine for iced tea and i love it so (laughs) much i'm just like i was using it out in the garden today and it was perfect because i was like fuck i'm so thirsty oh but i can't bring a cup out here (gasps) wait sippy wait that's cool yeah it was perfect um 
And then today we just received a letter from Sarah. Thank, Thank you. you. We love your letter. And the beautiful little pressed flower. Everyone's so awesome. I know. I we love spoiled. our we love our peoples. Thank you. Um, if you are interested in sending us mail, awesome. You are welcome to do so at P.O. Box 8553 in Santa Rosa, California, 95407. If that sounds like a good time to you, cool. We'll send you a letter back. Mm. Pen pals. Hey, everybody needs a pen pal. It's That's a good true. time. We do. We're mm. lonely. <laughs> and crazy. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we just wanted to thank you guys. And Seriously, it was very thoughtful. It's very nice getting getting mail. Especially mm. mail that's not like, Bills. oh, your mortgage is due. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Fuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I didn't. I know. I don't need the reminder. I know. Thank you it's so like much. It's like it auto-debits. Thanks. Don't, don't send me paper. Yeah. Ugh. It's already bad enough that that money disappears. Yeah, that's so true. (laughs) Uh, You want to start with news? I do. I have had this news for like a week and I dig it. Oh, Oh, my goodness. All right, guys. There's a kid, a teenager in Spain who straight up (laughs) built, started out digging a hole after he got into an argument with his parents. Okay, I'm into it. So he's angry teen, gets in a fight with mom and dad, and then is like, whatever, I can't go. I'm going to go out in the backyard with a pickaxe, and I'm going to let up some steam and dig a hole. So he did, except he kept going and going and going. Um, <laughs> he started uh, when he was 14. He's 20 now. Whoa, that's a really long... Is it? Did he hold on to the grudge the whole time? No, he oh. said he just kept going, but okay. that would be amazing if he's fueled by anger the whole time. That sounds like an time. Erica thing. <laughs> Erica does not forget. <laughs> I'll come back and get you. <laughs> it's pretty cool. He, like... It's not like... He just dug, like, a hole in the ground, like a dome. Like, he has, like, here, see? He has, like, arches. Wow. That's elaborate. Uh-huh. And he had a lot of people come um, and, like, check it so make sure it was structurally sound and it's okay because the city, like, hasn't ever dealt with, like, if this is okay to have or not because nobody's done this in their backyard. Because <laughs> nobody's been that pissed at their parents. I'm going to go fucking do Yeah. And I guess, like, he's he's been doing it correctly. And he's fine, and it's all reinforced, and he had, like, some masons and people, and they're all like, yeah, kid, like, you did good. Good. Um, It's between 68 and 70 degrees in there between May and September. It has a bedroom, a sitting room, a heating system, Wi-Fi for his mobile phone. So he moved out. Yeah, (laughs) and a music system. He said there's some spiders and whatnot. Sometimes snails crawl down there, but he's like, it's cool. Don't worry about it. He says, I don't have problems with them. If I have destroyed their house, I let them build it in a new place in the wall. It's no problem. Oh, snail says thank you. That's so sweet. (laughs) That's really nice, actually. He said, I've always liked to build little huts. I live in the countryside often when I found abandoned wood uh, there, I would build a nice house. Wow. Um, I did not want to be on the ground anymore, but in the air, the last evolution was the underground hut. I was a kid with a lot of imagination. Wow. I know. It's pretty crazy. I'm kind of impressed. Not kind yeah. of. I am impressed. He dug by hand. Later, he had like a bucket and pulley system, um, and he just started oh. like learning more about how to do it, and he's documented it all, I think, on his Twitter. He's Kokomo with case. Um, and he reinforced it and has vaulted ceilings, columns in case it collapsed. He's only spent $60 doing this whole thing. He's done it all for soups cheap and just used what he had around him. Good for him. That's awesome. I know. I wonder if he's actually going to take this later in life and become a builder or an architect. He should. Yeah, like he's got his little shelf there charging his <laughs> iPhone. <laughs> I like him. He's cool. Yeah. I like that it started because he got angry. But you know what I like about this is that he got angry because he couldn't go somewhere. But he didn't just go like, screw you guys. I'm going anyway. He actually listened and was like, fine, go in the backyard. <laughs> I'm going to fuck up your yard. Yeah, but I appreciate that he, like, listened and was, yeah. like, accepted it. Good good kid. Yeah, so he's a good kid. He's not a shit. Yeah, he didn't okay. really get in a fight. He just, fine, I'll go do this then. I'm mad. It's, he sounds very sweet. I like him. I salute you. <laughs> What's his name? We don't know. I don't know. Okay. Cool guy. All right. 
Well, uh, this is that was in Spain. Mm-hmm. Well, this is uh, Australian news. <sighs> cool. I'm just gonna read this article because I only skimmed it and I don't have it like memorized like you did. <laughs> Kind of of memorized. How dare you? (laughs) Uh, Okay, so an intriguing series of thermal images taken in an Australian national park may show the country's version of Bigfoot, known as the Yowie, Mm. lurking in the wilderness. The eyebrow-raising photo. Lurking. That implies Yowie. Okay, hold on. That implies nefarious activities by Yowie. Yeah, I don't like this presumption. First of all, so he could be just sauntering. There's so many things that just went through my mind all at once. Oh, and I'm like, okay. I'm combining three sentences at once. Okay. Okay. Rude. Second of all, would. <laughs> okay. If you start with just Bigfoot uh-huh. and the Yowie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have American Bigfoot, Australian Yowie. Mm-hmm. Is one nicer than the other? <laughs> Haven't we determined that they're all the same? But I mean, like. Including the. But Nepalese we're all just Yeti? people, but some. And by some, I mean, many would argue Australians are probably nicer than Americans. So do you think that applies to Bigfoots? Um, Big feets? Probably. <laughs> Did you just miss your mouth? No, but I was, it was close. <laughs> <laughs> We're still eating olives, guys. We can't help it. Mm-hmm. I think this jar is going to disappear. Mm-hmm. It's possible. 5,000%. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag no regrets um <laughs> and guys if you're at home listening along and you have olives please pause go get some <laughs> get a really long skewer for shish kebab <laughs> and use it <laughs> on them olives because that's what we're doing <laughs> and boy do i feel fancy it's a good time it's getting a lot harder to <laughs> stab oh my goodness <laughs> no i can't no um they're so good we got holes. the kind with the with the with the pepes in them. Oh, God. I've so far stabbed two of them and not. <laughs> Fuck it. To Hold on. I'm going to keep reading. Okay. So. <laughs> but do uh, you think. Uh, do was, you think. I was going to say. You... I think possibly. I don't know. Because I haven't heard of the Yowie being kind of like a dick and throwing rocks. Yeah. Because I've heard that, you know, Bigfoot throws rocks. Or... Yowie. <laughs> I almost said that on when I said yeah. Maybe. I don't know why one would be nicer than the other, though one lives in australia Eh, there is that so does that mean i could see the yeti being like i was going to say like kind of cold and standoffish i was gonna say chill (laughs) wow (laughs) so like because he lives in the snow he must be no not actually not actually (laughs) you know what i mean i think man i don't this is i'm not sure i don't know this decision to decide who is this will be a new poll okay yeah, who's who's the nicest? Who's the, who's the nicest? Which Bigfoot is the, <laughs> kind of a dick? <laughs> well, apparently the one that's in like the South is kind of the dick. The swamp ape. Yeah, I love that guy. <laughs> he's I think he's my favorite. <laughs> I don't know why. Because he's crotchety. I think just that he's in a swamp. <laughs> I like it. I kind of like the skunk ape. There's, that's what, oh, yeah, that skunk, one? Skunk cape. Sorry. There's my... another one, too, though, that I just learned of. And mm. uh, it's supposed to be very angry. Maybe I just like the angry ones. Understandable. I mean, I, wouldn't you be angry? I don't know. Because you've got constant human encroachment on that, your space? Yeah, I don't like. It depends if I am able to go through a portal. I guess, yeah. Because then it's like, well, I can at least leave it when I'm mad. Well... I get I get why they're grumpy, though, because mm-hmm. with people bothering them all the time, like with our new house, we have fantastic neighbors. We have some of the nicest people. And then we are also right next door to a psycho. <laughs> so and I hear her all the time. She's an outside. She's an outside speakerphone talker. No. Oh, yeah. So every time she starts talking, I use the shop vac in the backyard. <laughs> Just leave it. I just leave it on. (laughs) Sean actually told me about using this tactic. He's like, "Oh, it works." She goes inside. I'm like, "That's a great idea," and it works. That's so funny. It's like a like a spray bottle. Yeah. And then I heard her saying something today about how um, new neighbors need to be nice unless you're gonna you want to create problems. I heard her talking very loudly, like she was like she knew I was out there because I was watering the plants and. I could hear her talking um, to one of her little cronies that comes over. 
Oh my god, what does she think? She hasn't even met you guys. I know. Whatever. Oh, wow. Whatever, she can go back to her QAnon meetings and just, <laughs> I don't know, go down that rabbit hole. Uh... Yes, guys, I have a QAnon neighbor. Updates to follow. <laughs> Other weird things. I know I told our Patreon people, but uh, she believes in giants. I mean, um, like I said, I kind of do too. No, but... She was like yelling you know at one of she was yelling at one of her guests over the fact that the giants were killed by the great flood and she was yelling at him about the great flood and they were literally talking about the same thing and agreeing but she wanted to yell at him about it talk to her. But and then like she him. also yelled at her cat and I didn't like that. that. So like this is my thing. <laughs> in case anyone wants to know <laughs> as I get another olive. Okay. So <laughs> <a> like <laughs> This is my thing. So, I think I also mentioned on Patreon. Sorry, I'm eating, and I know this is like the most annoying thing people can do on podcasts. But guys, these olives are really good. They're bomb. Um. Okay. Esme loves dinosaurs, mm-hmm. and we have. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this lady doesn't believe in the dinosaurs. I think she said something to that effect. What? No, but there's fossils. She's a fucking idiot. <laughs> okay, so she loves dinosaurs. And we've been watching a lot of this show with this little girl who's amazing and she has dinosaur friends and it's very good. And she's Mm -hmm. very smart and it's very educational. And in the episode we watched, there is a dinosaur and she's trying to figure out who's like the one that would win in the fight by whatever. It doesn't matter. I never thought about the (laughs) fact that there are prehistoric snakes and that they're insanely huge. Oh, yeah. Mondo. Insane. Insane. Like they make anaconda in the movie anaconda look like look like tiny. N- spaghetti noodles, and yeah. it's like P- crazy. Biscotti. And this is like two days ago. We're watching it. <laughs> like we woke up, we're kind of watching it in in the bed, and Bobby was there, and we we're like, I was like, whoa, I've never really thought about snakes being that big. And then we were looking up like what other animals were huge back then. Oh my goodness! Mosquitoes. And then I was like, we were talking about it. <laughs> Because then giants came to mind. I'm like, well, isn't that weird that if everything was big, there's some kind of version of like a big humanoid walking around? And I there don't was, think um, there were really. Well, there were like saber tooth, and there was. They were big for sure, but they weren't like those. Today's animals are still decently sized. Wasn't the elephant like Ginumbus too back then? Uh, I think it was maybe like double in size. But I've read somewhere that. Um, the greater amount of oxygen that was on the planet also led to more evolution as well as larger sizes. Mm. And as I think this is correct, as the oxygen levels decreased, they were like, get smaller. Oh, weird. I think it was oxygen levels. Somebody who knows, I'm still believing somebody who knows more around. science than me is currently screaming, and I apologize. <laughs> I'm going off of a very foggy memory. Um... But yeah, so I mean, I just, I don't know. My neighbor's a, f- she's a fucking moron. That's all I have to say about her. <laughs> and, and she says lots of idiotic things and she has lots of people come over and say equally idiotic things. Kind of into it. You got to come over and we can drink and secretly listen and laugh hysterically. <laughs> it's a good time. They usually have a party on Friday nights. Oh, fun. Okay. Um, okay. Anyway, we were talking about a yaoi. Um, yes. And he's not lurking. He's sauntering through the wilderness. How about that? Is that better? <laughs> yes. Uh, so the eyebrow-raising photographs were reportedly captured by a team of researchers while on an expedition in the Springbrook, Springbrook <laughs> National Park. Uh, seasoned Yowie hunter Dean Harrison, who led the investigator investigation, excuse me, uh, says that the specialized camera equipment used by the group picked up the heat signatures that appear to correlate to a pair of nine-foot-tall creatures. Hmm dose uh the suspected yaois he says apparently moved silently as none of the researchers noticed the creatures uh sauntering in the nearby dark (laughs) (laughs) we wouldn't have known if anything was there if it wasn't for the thermal cameras cameras he marveled when the group later looked at what the equipment had captured he recalled we were ecstatic this is probably the best footage so far in australia beyond that initial thermal sighting the group also took a handful of additional images detailed in a lengthy video uh, which culminates with a photo showing a curious heat signature that appears to resemble a large bipedal creature hugging a tree. Aww. Oh my 
Cool. The sea Australian. You Way don't hear nicer. about that here. <laughs> you hear him uh, uprooting the tree and, <laughs> and throwing, throwing it. He's <laughs> like, get the fuck out of my forest. And then just answer my question. <laughs> We cool. could have saved ourselves that whole conversation. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so this guy postulates that this is typical behavior for the Yowie as the Bigfoot-like creature was likely attempting to hide from the researchers as they searched for it. Aww. Additionally, he asserted that at some point during the early morning hours while the team was inside the National Park, something placed, quote, four markers in the spot where his colleague had stood and captured the thermal images earlier. Since they were the only people in the remote location at the time, Harrison believes it was a Yowie acknowledging their presence. That is crazy. I like this. He sounds like a nice dude. He sounds so sweet. He sounds like a sweetheart. Watch, we're going to get people writing in being like, you dumbasses, those things are scary. (laughs) (laughs) But he hugged a tree. Yeah, he only likes trees. Uh, Understandably Mm. so. I like that he only showed up on thermal imaging that's cool i wonder if they looked for footprints though in those spots but then if he's a seasoned he knows he knows how to walk and cover his tracks i like it well um we're gonna move on to our main subject and this is actually gonna end up being a two-parter because it's a vast and a huge timeline and Mm -hmm. we want to do it justice because I just moved to Santa Rosa after not living here for many an, moons. A period of time. <laughs> We're not going to talk about that time. And now I'm back. So why not talk about <laughs> this one horrible, not one, multiple yeah, cases multiple. that could have been perpetrated by the same person? Yep. What's crazy is we haven't heard about this um, true crime, whatever you want to call it, but. Uh, series of murders that occurred in our hometown mm-hmm. i never heard of it and i never heard anybody mention it like it was not at all familiar i asked to my mom about it and she was like what there you go <laughs> yeah i same i asked my mom too like your mom didn't know about it <gasps> i mean she wasn't here and doesn't the 70s, matter your mom knows wasn't things. far away yeah <laughs> erica's mom is a true crime fanatic yeah seriously she is um, she's telling me about two crew, tri- uh, crew crime, crew crime, crew crime. <laughs> We're the crew crime. <laughs> um, she was telling me about two that she just watched, and I hadn't heard of them either. And I don't know. She knows too much. She must be stopped. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I don't know why these aren't talked about more around here, at least since it's local for us. Because mm-hmm. I feel like if people talked about it more, maybe more would like get solved with it i feel like i don't know because a lot of the people who were around when these happened a lot of them still live here and well i think one of the reasons that it hasn't been it hasn't ever been closed but i think the reason that it hasn't been necessarily like uh with a lot of new light on it is because a lot of the evidence was Mm -hmm. mishandled a lot mm-hmm. of the reports were mishandled. I don't want to be a dick, but I don't know if SRPD is really good at what they do. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure either. After this, at least then. Yeah, sounds then. Like they were definitely not. A bunch of dum-dums. I don't understand. I'm just smoking a lot of the devil's lettuce. Ooh. Like that dude that was driving in front of me on my way here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, living his life. I know. I fully support it. <laughs> So, what people have dubbed these murders, um, they they call them the San Rosa Hitchhiker Murders. Um, I guess, I don't know, all these horrible cases eventually get called something. And yeah. That's what this one has been given. Um, and kind of as we go through it, not all of them, some speculate that all of them, not all of them were hitchhikers. Um, that was kind of like a title they lumped them under um even if it was a misnomer yeah so like we were saying this is this started in the 70s so you kind of got to like put yourself in that time and like space so things were a lot different then and obviously and um it's like right after like woodstock everyone's got their cute bell bottoms on and everybody mm-hmm. is kind of like a little more free, a little more trusting, not as 
not like today. No. (laughs) Like, your parents could drop you off somewhere and be like, okay, you should get a ride home with your friend or, you know, whatever. They're not hanging around to watch you. No. You're getting dropped off. When parents are going home for 5 o'clock. I don't know how old I was when I was allowed to be, like, dropped off somewhere, but it was definitely not 12 and 13, which is, like, the majority of how old these kids were. I mean, they're babies. You're not that old. 12 is not a baby. My parents still wanted to know everybody's parents. Yeah. When and I went over to their houses. You got to remember, too, these parents are dropping kids off and kids are going out. No one has a cell phone. Hell no. I mean, you're like. You have pay phone money out if there. that. Yeah. Like, and you, I don't know you're missing until you don't show up and, you know, in the morning mm-hmm. when I wake up for work kind yeah. of thing, which is really scary. Oh, I just hate it. I can't even imagine the idea of being. Like 12 and crossing paths with somebody who's capable of manipulating you and which yeah isn't really that hard when you're little i mean yeah kids are savvy people don't give kids enough credit in that sense but at the same time if you're you also have really something trusting. A, yeah if you have something that a kid wants and the yeah. kid's like hmm i can't get this at home or whatever okay uh, new friend hey you seem like a nice guy I know. So all of these victims were women, and there's one of them that's a Jane Doe, and there were eight as we, as far as we know. I mean, there could be more um, Mm -hmm. that are part of this, but we're going to talk about eight of them. And the story starts in 1972, in February. And remember, this is in Santa Rosa. Um, and so just to give you a little background, let's talk about Santa Rosa a little bit. <laughs> I love so, uh, <laughs> so Santa Rosa is now like a very, I mean, I don't want to say it's like metropolis, but it's, we're about 50, 60 miles north of San Francisco. Um, we're about a hundred miles west of Sacramento. Um, but we're the town, the city where people are leaving Silicon Valley to come to. Um, we're wine country. We're next to Napa. Sonoma County and Napa County grow most of the wine. Yeah. Um, it's People a, fly in from worldwide to oh, yeah. drink wine here. We're like, think we I just would get to argue, live here and go to Safeway and I buy know. wine. <laughs> like, I would argue we are like, we have to be like the most whiniest of wine places in the world, Totes. right? We're up there. Yeah. 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 And it's an ag belt, like it's it's we've got like a mediterranean climate so a lot of farmer Mm -hmm. um but back in the day back in the 70s when my parents bought their house Mm -hmm. actually which was just sold uh, um it's really sad and happy the people that bought it are artists so i'm like so stoked about it so i'm like actually really happy about it because she's a she's a potter and she owns a shop on the hate so i'm like oh "Oh, i love it even more so i'm okay with the sale of this house anyway um the 70s here very different because right now like we have a nordstrom we have a whole foods and a sprouts yeah. and a trader joe's it was bare bones here yeah. the things that were just that we have now like it was like there was the cotting town mall yeah and that was the mall <laughs> with like a jc pennies <laughs> or whatever the fuck there was back then i don't even no. know but like there was one major road the 101 that would come into town and that was basically it i think maybe highway one too along the coast but that's mm-hmm. it yeah, so it was very small, um, not quite developed yet, but it was a great place for people to come and uh, just have a wonderful little respite because it was just really beautiful. Yeah. A lot of trees. For sure. Um, yeah, just very small. Everybody knew each other. Yeah. I mean, that's kind of It still, felt small town. Yeah, it kind of is that way now, still sort of, but a little less so. But yeah. it was a very, like, everyone knows everyone kind of place. Yeah, I could see that for sure. Small town in so, this country. It's just kind of trying to set the scene. Everyone knows everybody. All the parents feel comfortable dropping their kids off. And our story starts at a place that we've actually been to. I've been to multiple times. Um, We used to go on field trips here. I used to see the Nutcracker uh, on ice thing here. I think it was Nutcracker on ice, I think. But it's called the Redwood Empire Ice Arena, which was later changed to what, Snoopy's Ice Arena? Yeah, so we have an ice rink in Santa Rosa. It's been around forever. It was called the Redwood, yeah, Empire, I think, Ice Arena. Mm-hmm. So one of, like, Santa Rosa's, like, claim to fame is that the guy who created Peanuts, Charles Schultz, he's from here. Mm-hmm. So he 
owns the ice rink. So now yeah. everybody here calls it Snoopy's Ice Arena. Mm-hmm. But um, this is kind of like where the story begins. Yeah, which it's creepy. It's so we've weird. Been there. <laughs> I know. Reading about all of these girls, especially reading about the first ones where it starts, like it starts where we have hung out. Like we took field trips here to learn mm-hmm. how to ice skate, and it's the weirdest thing to me. <laughs> I know it's so creepy and, and like sad. we were uh, listening to interviews of somebody who was present when this first. Um, Abduction. abduction takes place and it's so odd when she's describing it because i can envision everything that she was saying everything she said it's like yeah Especially, like i can get i get this yeah. i get exactly what you're saying you're doing a great job describing it because this is exactly what i would say too because this you. ice arena is like a time capsule it, yeah it's it never has changed. changed it has changed so little makes I mean, me want to go back after hearing her talk about I it just to kind of like <laughs> really understand like even more so, like, what happened. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's it's very strange. Yeah, so this place, this Redwood Empire Ice Arena, as she describes, it's meant to look like a little snow chalet. But it's not little, obviously. But there's, like, a little entryway where you walk in and you get to get your skates. Mm-hmm. And if you continue on straight, it leads you to the ice arena. And if you go to immediately to the left, that leads you into the Warm Puppy Cafe. Yeah. Where that's where these girls were hanging out with this girl that we were listening to an interview for. Yeah. And these two girls that went missing, they were Maureen Sterling and Yvonne uh, Weber. So Maureen was 12 and Yvonne was 13. And um, according to this woman that we were listening to, her name was Mary? Yes. Mary. These two little girls, they were kind of like wild children. But not yeah. like bad. Just no. they were they were fun. They were fun girls that... They, yeah, they were popular. They were yep. just they wanted to be older than they really were. Yeah, they, which every every little girl does. Year old does how it is. But yeah. yeah, they would wear like their beautiful bell bottoms. They wore platform heels. They had like big puffy coats. Like they were their rings. living the seventies. Um, so yeah, and so they would go to the Warm Puppy Cafe because their parents would drop them off, right. and they'd go and hang out in in this uh in this ice arena cafe because like as the woman describes like you could go and hang out or you can go to ice skate and they're like we were not the ice skating girls (laughs) right so it was very common like totally we were just saying so like if you have like a thing that you remember doing when you were little in middle school like oh well on fridays like after school all of us walk across the street and we go get ice cream yeah go to the shop get a soda and ice cream. right so with here what these kids did is it was like the spot to hang Mm -hmm. after school you go to the ice arena some kids skate some kids sit in the little puppy cafe (laughs) and then the kind of more like uh rebellious kids would hang out outside and then the parking lot as she described as mary described and like remembers is in the parking lot there's all these redwood trees um or pine trees like whatever they are they're like christmas trees like really tall redwoods Mm -hmm. And um, they made it, they planted them all to look like a grove. Yeah. And to make it look like kind of like wintry and Christmassy because it's like, oh, we're going to go ice skate and kind of build that whole like (laughs) ambiance. And um, yeah, so there's a bunch of them that were there and that was the Redwood Grove. And that's like where the little bit more like, oh, we're going to hang out outside. We're not even going to be inside. That's where kids kids would totally go to smoke pot or make out. Yeah. Like, (laughs) cool, whatever. So this was one of those times where all the kids were there. It was, like you said, February 4th. And uh, two of the kids there were Maureen and uh, Yvonne and Mary, among others. And um, Mary said that there weren't a lot of adults there. She said that it was mostly kids because back then, you know, like, Your hey, I'm going to drop you off. And then they're just like, we'll pick you up at 11. Yeah. And that's how it was. Mm-hmm. And kids waited around till their parents showed up or they went home with one of their friends. Mm-hmm. And... That's not what happened this night when they were there. How it goes is Maureen and Yvonne were hanging out. They were in the Redwood Grove. Um, And what was interesting, too, when Mary recounted what happened is she said that the Redwood trees, they didn't prune them. The limbs went all the way to Mm -hmm. the ground. So it was really hidden. Like, And it was funny she said that because I was thinking, like, I was picturing it how I know it, mm-hmm. and now they're, like they're pruned up. The yeah, so you can't hide in there. And um, 
I wondered when she said that if that was one of the reasons why. It's possible. Oh, buddy. Like, it's okay. Um, it's possible. I mean, they didn't probably just... not, but it mm. it was weird though. It's like thinking po- about that. I think that. it's definitely possible because that's probably Monitor a liability it. issue for them because they're like, oh, well, people disappear on our property, and that's not good, right? Es- especially because, well, I mean, they didn't just hang out in the grove. They also hung out like the way that this building is situated is there's kind of two entrances to get into the building. Like you can go in through the front entrance, but then like right outside of the warm puppy, there's like this other entrance that's kind of still on the front of the building that faces the road because the guys that were interviewing her asked her like if somebody drove by could they see in could they see the people hanging out front and she was like well yeah because i mean you can see in through all these big windows you can see there's a bunch of kids in there um but yeah they would hang out in the grove and they'd hang out in front of the building because that's where they would smoke cigarettes and stuff because they wanted to be really cool and blah 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 so mary's inside hanging out and these girls these two girls yvonne and maureen walk up to her and they're like hey um we just met a guy and he wants to share some pot with us so weird and mary's like recount it is so yeah it's so creepy and and at first, Mary's like, whoa, hey, cool. Because, you know, like at that that's age. That's kind of like, fun. Yeah, because they all smoke cigarettes and they smoke pot and it's the 70s. And they're like, hey, that's cool. Somebody actually yeah, wants to free? share with awesome. you. Right on. But she's like, well, who is this guy? They're like, mm-hmm. oh, no, he's like right over there. And they like point to this guy that's standing kind of in the entrance walkway area where you can kind of pick up your skates. It's not in the warm puppy cafe. But kind of like a, it, it's like, imagine like when you're watching a, a sci-fi movie and you're getting onto the spaceship and like there's a decompression like area. Oh yeah, yeah. That's basically what it is. You yep. walk in, double doors, they open, then there's like a square rectangle mm-hmm. loading zone and then, <laughs> you know, you keep walking and then another double doors open. Yep. I think it's like just so like the ice rink stays cold. Stays cold. Yep. Exactly, because the Warm Puppy Cafe is fucking hot in there because they actually have a fireplace in there. Yeah. So, because it is February in Sonoma County and it gets chilly at night, For particularly. Sure. Yeah, so, it's appropriate. So anyway, so uh, these girls are like, hey, he's got pot. He wants to share it with us. And Mary's like, I don't know who this dude is. Who is he? And right. they point to this guy and you want to describe him? Yeah. So oh, it's just so weird. So she's like, who is he? She can see them from where they are because a lot of the doors, there's a lot of windows. It's all, it's not like walls. It's like everything is visible no matter where you are. And she could turn and she could see him in that little area that I just described. She said he looked like he was in high school, but she said he also could have been in his early 20s. Mm -hmm. Because at the time, remember, she's 12. And everyone looks a little bit older. and Is old. <laughs> yeah. So that's what she thought. She said he had jet black hair. Um, She said that he was wearing a jean jacket and a and, and jeans. jeans. Yeah. So he probably had his bell, bo- bell bottoms on. Um, He was slender, tall. Um, He was a good looking guy. Yeah. She said he was he was well kept. She said mm-hmm. a lot of people back then had like the long kind of scraggly yeah. like. Like, you know, remember when the Beals grew their hair out and everyone thought <laughs> yeah. they were horrible and like, you know, that was kind of like popular, but he wasn't like that. He was, um, cleaned up mm-hmm. and, uh, she said he was just standing there kind of like just, you could tell he was waiting. He didn't look over at them. So he must not have noticed where the girls were talking to Mary at, yeah. but she said she only caught his profile and um she said he just looked very like stern he was waiting and it, he felt very out of place she said because she said you were either a parent there or you were, were a, a middle kid. schooler yep. and there was and he was this is and dude. he was neither and she yeah. said she never saw him walk in to the ice rink the farthest he got was that like first double door mm-hmm. and she said she thought that was a little bit odd too um, she said he was just kind of looking off at the ice while she was talking to Maureen and Yvonne. So creepy. Growling. Um, yeah, and she said she just kept looking at him going like, but he doesn't go to our middle school. Like, who is he? And she went with that, like, kind of gut feeling, I yep. guess. And she said, no, like, my, my mom and dad yeah. are going to be here to pick yep. me up. And within the hour, like, they're going to worry. Yeah. We're not going to be able to go and come back within an hour kind mm-hmm. of idea. And, sure. Like, i'll stay here i'm fine yeah um so they're like yeah and that was that was the last time she saw them yeah 
That was that was it. So horrifying. So the last time they were seen was around 9 p.m. Right. Um, that's when they left because Mary's parents were coming later to come pick her up. And, and like she kept describing, you know, nobody went there without a ride home, without an expected yeah. kind of ride or a way to get home. Yeah, because again, no cell phones. Everyone had their pickup plan because mm-hmm. you have to establish that before. Yep. And she was like, they were popular, so anybody would have given them a ride home if they yeah. asked for it, if they were if they were in the area. Yeah, all their so, friends are there. Because the cops, you know, it's like, were they the type to hitchhike? No, not really. Mm-mm. Not at all. Why would they need to? Yeah, they wouldn't need to because they've got friends and they're popular. Yeah, they're and fine. And it was really sweet because she was like, you know, I really wasn't that popular and they invited I me. Know. And she, I was like, oh gosh, you poor thing. Yeah, she felt like, oh, maybe I should. But yeah. she didn't. So she trusted her gut. So glad that she did because apparently these girls, they were last seen hitchhiking on Guerneville Road, uh, northwest of Santa Rosa. Like less than two minutes from where yeah, we sit currently. Yeah, I'm like, ah, uh, that's really close. <laughs> <laughs> and it's really close to where they were too. I mean, it wasn't far from where no. they were where we're they were about seen. like eight or nine minutes from Snoopy's yeah. Ice Arena and we're like seriously like two minutes from Guerneville Road. Yeah. Yeah. And Snoopy's like I know that the the guys that were asking what was what was the podcast called? I can't remember that we were listening uh, to the Jensen interview. and Holes Jensen and Holes. Squad, I yeah. think that's what they're called. They are awesome. I mean, you should definitely listen to the interview. It's super interesting. I just want to give them credit because Yeah, this, no. This is, that interview was huge. When I was amazing. looking through things of research, I was like, oh, they yeah. have an interview with somebody who was there for yeah. one of like what and it was really good the crazy thing was is that the cops when they asked the kids anything they were just asking do you know where they are and they asked no fucking follow-up which drives me nuts so the girls are missing the next day you know everyone their parents and everyone's like what's happening Mm -hmm. and yeah when the cops come to talk to all the kids at school the only question the cops have is where's their runaway like spot because yeah. especially, it sounds like in the 70s, if kids went missing, it's like, oh. Assume runaway. Runaway. Yeah. So just where's the place they run to? Let us know. Yeah. Because we'll go get them right now. And it's like, no. And it's so frustrating, like Mary said in the interview with them, is that if they had just asked her, oh, did when did you see them last? Did you notice anything strange? Yeah. She could have been like, hey, yeah, weird guy said he was going to. Go she, smoke pot with them And somewhere? she didn't want to volunteer that information because she didn't want to get them in trouble. So if yeah. they had asked her, sure, she probably would have answered. But at the same time, when you're a scared mm. kid, you're not going to do that. So, like, no. that's – I totally get why she didn't spill until Yeah, now. and it's confusing. And then she's probably maybe second-guessing herself, too. Like, oh, maybe he was just a guy. Like, whatever. Yeah. It's fine. Yeah. So it's – They'll be home. Uh, I just really feel for her. I um, do. It's, it's really frustrating that they didn't – that's their question. Yeah. That's the one where did question. They, do you know where they are? No, we no. don't. Obviously, dum-dums. Shit. Like, interview the kids. <sighs> the kids are stupid and they know nothing. Yeah, exactly. Obviously. Uh, um, so, anyway, unfortunately, these two girls, after they were last seen hitchhiking, so this was in February of 1972, their bodies were found on December 28th of that year. Yep. And they were found 2.2 miles north of Porter Creek on Franz Valley Road, which is, um, it's kind of north, north of Santa Rosa. They were found in this area that is, uh, it's called like Mark West Springs. If you've heard of Calistoga, it's west of Calistoga, but it was in, I don't want to say the middle of nowhere, but kind of the middle of nowhere. Yeah. Probably then, especially. Yeah. Oh yeah, definitely. Like farm country, maybe probably just a lot of trees. Yeah. Um, And unfortunately, their bodies were found there about, they were down a steep embankment about 66 feet off the east side of the roadway. And they found an earring, orange beads, a 14 karat gold necklace with a cross were found there. Um, And of course, at the time, they couldn't determine the the cause of death from the skeletal remains. Mm -mm. Yeah. and uh, Yvonne's mom identified the cross necklace and earrings as her daughter's property, and the mate to the earring was never found. It. So, oh, like, yeah, yeah it's just, it's really horrible because from what I've read and from 
what I've heard is that a lot of the the evidence and the paperwork was just really mishandled. So a lot of reports went missing about these girls. So I don't know if they're ever going to properly reopen it. I know that these those two de- those either two detectives or former detectives on that podcast that you're listening to that had the interview. I know that they are actively providing tips right to law enforcement about this so i mean if anybody that listens is local and for some reason you know or you've heard somebody talk about this case and they were there um they are they have basically a tip line open Mm -hmm. because they they're basically doing the work for cold cases that cops don't have time to do right because they're both retired law or one of them's law enforcement or something. I'm sorry, I'm getting this wrong. But... Me too. What yeah. is also kind of curious about the way these girls were, like their bodies, <sighs> basically the role that they were, um, like disposed of. I don't know what the all any word to describe it is horrible, but um, basically they were dumped, which is horrible. Yeah, and. When they found the bodies, none of the brush on the hill was flattened. So it implies that the person who discarded the bodies didn't roll them. They threw them. Oh, Jesus. Which means they weren't somebody who... Like, they're somewhat strong. Mm-hmm. Um, they weren't rolled down the hill. Um so it kind of starts painting a little bit of a picture. It's not like they were with other kids their age mm-hmm. who did it. Not that a 13-year-old would be driving a car, but who knows? You I don't. Know. And um, so that's just kind of something to keep in the back of your mind. What's also really sad and interesting about this time is that these two girls were number 20 and 21 of, of the year of homicide victims. So they were homicide victim 20 and 21 in Sonoma County. Mm-hmm. The year before, it was less than half of that at the time. So, so we were only. Happened. So it's like things were kicking up this year. And it's also something to kind of keep in the back of your mind. Why are there? Why is it more than double now? Yeah. And this is early on in this San Jose hitchhiker saga. Mm-hmm. So it's like it kicks up even more. Yeah, and this is like right before or during BTK. I'm not sh- sure. Hmm. Okay. I am. Well, look. I know that like north of Santa Rosa, there was um, Jim Jones had his group there. Yeah, he was like, in Ukiah. Yeah, <laughs> it's which is like 45 minutes yeah. from here. So there's just there's a lot of weirdness going on, and I think like the end of the Vietnam War kind of probably yeah. Brought there's back all kinds some... of things happening. I mean, yeah, you only I'm have not... to go to Netflix and spend five minutes to find out how many horrible things were happening in the 70s <laughs> yeah, in California happened. with yeah. serial killers. Yeah. It's Sonoma County kind of became abundant. a hot spot, which is really weird because it seems so peaceful here. I know. It's very odd. I mean, you have like Ed Kemper. Yeah. He's somebody who took two girls at one time and mm-hmm. killed them and disposed of their bodies. That's California. It's yep. around the same time. Like, yep. it's really odd yeah. that... Like, it could be such a wonderful, like, era, and, mm-hmm. but at the same time here, all these things were happening that were fucking horrifying. Dark. So, before Maureen and Yvonne's bodies were discovered, um, but after they were reported missing, so within a month on March 4th, so remember, month, like, same thing, which is also very, I know, like, some things are coincidence but some things aren't it's a little weird that it was february 4th and that she was missing on march 4th yeah i think that's strange it's a little odd so exactly a month apart 19 year old kim allen left her job she was working at a health food store in larkspur again not at all far from where we are in santa rosa nope um it was at 5 p.m p.m she left uh kim's mom and one of her teachers at the santa rosa jc um, told her, like, please don't hitchhike, please, like, I don't feel good about it, but she, she didn't listen, um, which is really horrifying, because 
oh, the idea of somebody I care about hitchhiking just worries me. I don't even like getting out. in an Uber or a Lyft by myself. I won't nope. do it. Partner it's too only. scary. Um, so it was the evening of March 4th. She was hitchhiking to get to Santa Rosa. She did this often. Two men gave her a ride but let her out at a northbound on-ramp at about 5.30. The next day, her body was found in a creek bank just off a road about eight miles southeast of Santa Rosa. She, like the other two girls we just talked about, Maureen and Yvonne, she had no clothes, no scraps of clothes found, um, and there was evidence of sexual assault. However, there were no other obvious injuries except scratch marks. Now, a lot of people speculate that it's not that the scratch marks are from her rolling down the embankment because unlike Marina and Yvonne, where it seems to be that the person threw them, mm-hmm. um, she was rolled. So it could have been plants and bushes and things scratching her on the way down. Um, there were marks on her neck, wrists, and ankles from this. Um, and then, or sorry, there were marks on her neck, wrists, and ankles from wire or rope mm-hmm. also. So she was tied up. Um, her cause of death was asphyxiation, and the coroner determined it had taken her at least half an hour to to die. Jesus. So they just really drug it out? That's so pleasant. That's awful. That means, the, in my opinion, the person who did this was enjoying it. 100%. They knew how to keep somebody coherent enough and, like, just right on that edge to keep... That's what that says to me. Which is awful. Um, a friend of hers, Fred Samia, started a reward fund with a $50 donation. There was even a scholarship established in her name, and 10 detectives were put on the case. Uh, the teacher, who had told her, please don't hitchhike, revealed that two of her other students had also been killed hitchhiking. Oh, my God. Um, I would use that as a reason why not to hitchhike. I would be like, I knew these people. They were my friends. I'd keep their picture up in my office. Gosh. Um, Because of her, there were 80% um, of rapes in Sonoma County occurred from hitchhiking, and people were uh, reporting them more often. That's good. It's like one small little positive. I see here also, totally disgusting, but semen was discovered, um, removed from the body, and uh, a single gold loop earring was found uh, on the site. And It almost feels like they're taking earrings as trinkets it's like trophies it's disgusting so markings at the top of the embankment and possible leg impressions um indicated that the assailant maybe slipped or fell while throwing or transporting her body and the two men who gave her a ride um one was given and passed a polygraph test and they were both ruled out as suspects which drives me insane and they need to DNA test them because every because yeah, polygraph, is, mouth polygraph is whatever, now ruled out. Polygraph is trash. Yeah, no, it's stupid. And I just why why? So also an DNS DNA test. It's crap. It that they shouldn't have a problem with it. I, I wouldn't. Well. If I'm not involved in this, rule me out, please. Clear my name. Yeah, I'm love to. Uh, An aluminum frame orange backpack that she had been carrying at the time of her murder was also found several weeks later, and her checkbook was deposited in a drive-up mailbox across from the Kentfield, California post office sometime on the morning of March 24th, which was 20 days after she was murdered. And so cops thought two fingerprints on the checkbook might belong to the killer, um, but obviously they don't have anybody to compare it to. And then unless they... I don't know if they fingerprinted those guys because they only describe a polygraph test. Um, But when she was found, she had an oily substance on her right side that authorities said was similar to the oil used in a machine shop. Weird. Yeah. What does that mean? No idea. Okay, so we're going to talk about one more of the victims and then we're going to save the rest of it for next week. Where we mm-hmm. conclude and also There's come so up with some of the crazy guys. theories. Not so crazy, but like they're just crazy it's because just of like it's because a lot. this whole thing is crazy and I hate it all. <laughs> I have <true>. feelings. <laughs> um less than two months later. So this is all so fast. April twenty fifth, twenty year old Santa Rosa JC student Jeanette. 
No wonder our moms were so freaked out by us going to the JC. No kidding. Especially at night. Yeah, which is how we met. I know. <laughs> night class at this very junior college. All right. Wow. And my mom and dad would always be there waiting to pick me up. I don't know if I remember that. I think I was just like, hustle to my car because I'm by myself. My mom made me have her like pick her up. She didn't trust it. <laughs> Because, again, she watches a lot of true crime. We live too far away. <laughs> oh, I get it. I get it. Yeah, that's a drive. Yeah. <sighs> All right. Sorry. Just, well, I was, gonna, I was like, oh, you should just stay the night at my house. Well, I didn't really know you I yet. didn't know you. I've been weird. like, she's going to murder me. Yeah, <laughs> I'm now the murderer. murder. <laughs> um, so, yeah, again, less than two months. This is all very fast. Mm-hmm. Like, everything is happening very fast. Um. She's a JC student, Jeanette Kamahili or Kamahele. Mm. I hate the idea of mispronouncing her name. I'd say Kamahele. Okay, I kind of do too. Okay, so Sandra's a junior college student. Jeanette Kamahele left home around 9.30 a.m. to hitchhike to class. Um, no. <laughs> she was last seen getting into a 1950s pickup uh, with a white man who they think is either in his 20s or 30s. Um, he was driving. Jeanette's roommate reported her missing later that night because she hadn't shown up for class, and that was not like her. She's not skipping class, so she reported it. Her body was never found, and most people who have researched the case don't seem to consider her as one of the confirmed victims, which I think is interesting because this is so close to the other three girls, and it's like, why wouldn't she be? Yeah. Um, you can't say for sure that Marine and Yvonne were hitchhikers. We don't know if they went to hang out in that Redwood Grove that we talked about at Snoopy's. And yeah. the pot this guy gave them had something in it. And yeah. then they're incapacitated. And then he's just loading them up in their car. Yeah. So I well, think like it's Mary a little... said, hash was starting to become popular. Yeah, you don't like... know. Yeah. And especially if you're 12 and this guy is appearing to be at least a senior in high school or older. Yeah. 20. That's intimidating, and you're going to do what you're you, kind of be. You want to be cool. If they offer something, you want to be cool. Yeah. Exactly. You want to be cool. So we don't technically know that they were hitchhiking, mm-hmm. but um, they very well could have been. Um, something happened. They got into a car, whether willingly or not, at some point. Um, but um, so her body was never found, and people aren't sure she is somebody to be considered as one of the San Rosa hitchhiking murder victims. But after her disappearance and likely in conjunction with Kim Allen's murder, students at nearby Sonoma State College set up a carpool so students wouldn't be as tempted to hitchhike. I read about this and it's really cool. Um, A girl started it and she had like in my head, like I think like babysitters club where it's kids who start like it thing and they call and take the calls and, that's basically what happened here. And she set up ride chairs for girls to call when they didn't have them and somebody would be available and they'd come get you. That's wonderful. I mean, it's sad that it started. It's super sad, but it's really cool that that was created and existed out of a need for people needing to get mm-hmm. home safe when a lot of people are showing up murdered because they didn't have a ride. And I 100% count her as one of the victims of this murderer because Sonoma County has too many fucking hiding spots. There's a lot. There is. A lot of forests. Tons of forests. There's lots of rolling hills that are just vast that nobody yep. fucks around with. Like, there's, there's like just a lot of empty. Short little pro- drive to get to the beach. Very short drive to get to the Russian River. A lot of, <laughs> a lot of crazy properties that are owned by people that... that they fuck off and don't even acknowledge their property. So, like, I mean, my friends and I used to trespass on people's property all the time because they're like, oh, they, they own it, but they, they own it, but they they don't have any houses here. Yeah. It's just open fields. So it's, she guaranteed is somewhere, unfortunately, out here, mm-hmm. which is really sad, but I just wish she would be considered as one of the victims and included here. I agree. Um, I completely agree. It's... Sonoma County is a beautiful, deadly place. (laughs) Apparently, I just don't even... I don't know. Well, guys, um, we're going to conclude this next week uh, because there's just a lot more to cover, and we really didn't want to rush this because 
um, what better way to welcome me back to Sonoma County than to Reminiscing talk about, about one of the most brutal, <laughs> horrible <laughs> things that have ever happened here and is still unsolved. And thankfully before our time, but you know, there have been horrible things that have happened since we've lived here or yeah since, yeah for sure like my eyebrows in third <laughs> yeah <laughs> my eyebrows are still suffering from that <laughs> they're just i can't even talk they're so bad <laughs> i'm still trying to fill them back in mm-hmm. yeah. um okay guys well join us next week when we continue our talk about the santa rosa hitchhiker murders um Again, thank you to Jensen and Holes from the Murder Squad um, and the interview with Mary. Um, she's a local lady. So yeah, she's still Thank here. you, Mary. And I hope they get more info. Hopefully more people are able to call in and give more insight. Um, but yeah. All right. Well, this is the Night Guys podcast. I'm Liana. I'm Erica. All right. Bye. Bye. Bye.